This morning, we're going to be doing two things. One, we are launching our new series entitled Famous Faith, and then we are also going to be burning the prayers from 2021 that were in the prayer wall. Um, we've had the prayer wall for three years now, and the concept is simple. You write a prayer, uh, either something you want to say to God or maybe acknowledging something you've heard from God, and you put it in the wall. Um, and prayer is something that seems abstract. Uh, we often, you know, pray in our heads. Um, but God wants our faith to also be concrete, that faith impacts our actions. And so with the wall, we can pray by physically doing something, and it makes prayer more concrete. Um, in 2021, we had over 2,100 uh, prayers put in the wall. Uh, the faith impact of that cannot be overstated. That is a really big deal. Over 2,100 times, people from the TFRC community took a concrete step of faith to pray to God. And just in case you're wondering, we have counted the prayers every year, and in three years, over 5,400 prayers have been put in the wall. Um, we do have a prayer team that meets by the wall every Monday. Now, they don't, they don't touch the prayers in the wall. Uh, the prayers never get read by anyone. But every Monday, the prayer team will pray in front of the wall. And one thing that they pray for are the requests in the wall. Again, they do that without looking at them. Scripture describes our prayers like smoke rising to the Lord. Um, earlier this week, again, the elders took these 2,100 prayers out of the wall. And this container holds about half we burned the other half in the first service. So between the two services, all 2,100 prayers will be uh, burned. Um, and then we're also going to give you a chance to add one more prayer to the fire. And this has um, become a part of our worship rhythm here at TFRC. Um, even though we've only been doing it for a couple of years, it's really become a meaningful moment for us as a community of faith. Um, the new series that we are launching is called Famous Faith. Hebrews 11 lists acts of faith done by what I am calling Old Testament heroes. Um, and we're going to learn about faith from them. Um, one of our new directives here at TFRC is to be spirit-led. Spirit-led, where we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in everything. And faith and prayer are vital when it comes to being spirit-led. Our scripture this morning comes from Hebrews 11, uh, verses 1 to 7. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn there. Hebrews is towards the end of the Bible. Um, if you don't have your Bibles and you want to look it up on your phones, you can look Hebrews 11 up on your phones as well. Uh, now, Hebrews 11, um, we're going to be in it for this whole series. And again, it lists many famous men and women of God from the Old Testament, and it highlights their faith. Uh, our scripture reader for this morning is Scott Brandon. So Scott, as you make your way on up there, I'm going to ask everyone else to please stand and face the center of the room if you're able to stand. And um, we read from the center of the room to remind us that scripture is central in our lives and we stand because we believe that this is the word of God. And so Scott, whenever you're ready, please read from Hebrews 11 verses 1 to 7. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. But faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God 
a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. Scott, thank you very much. You may be seated. Uh, for a good portion of my life, I wore glasses. And then in my mid-30s, I had LASIK surgery done. A couple things surprised me about LASIK surgery. Uh, first of all, it didn't take that long. Um, once they started the process, it was like less than 30 minutes, so less than 15 minutes per eye to do uh, LASIK surgery. The second thing that surprised me um, were that the results were immediate. Now, this isn't true for everyone who's had LASIK done, uh, but for me, after they finished, the doctor handed me my glasses, and he says, these won't work for you anymore. Um, and for the next couple hours, I had to keep my eyes closed so some healing could happen. Uh, but there were a handful of times I at least tried to peek, and I did briefly open my eyes. Um, and I could tell that my vision was immediately better. Um, I was in a car. My wife was driving. Um, and I, every now and then I'd peek my eyes open, and I could read all of the signs. They were crystal clear. It was unbelievable. Um, well... The surgery, it enabled me to see things that I couldn't see before. And that is sort of what faith is all about. Faith enables us to see things that we couldn't see otherwise. Um, with faith, we can see the unseen. We can see the unseen. Just going back to the first three verses from Hebrews 11, where it says, Now faith is confidence and what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. This passage, it talks about that which is unseen. Faith is the assurance about what we do not see. Uh, we're going to be burning the prayers today, and I just want to ask you a question about prayer. Um, why do we pray with our eyes closed? You know, it's like an automatic uh, reflex reaction. Uh, let's pray. That's what we do. We bow our heads, we close our eyes. It's automatic. Why do we do that? Well, we do that so we don't get distracted. We do that so we can focus on God. We do that so we can connect with God. And all of that is because God is unseen. We close our eyes when we pray because we will not encounter God with our eyes. It's not how it works. We encounter God with our faith. The ancients were commended for their faith. 
And faith is an act of commitment. Faith um, causes us to do something. Prayer. Prayer is an act of faith. We cannot see that God hears our prayers. We pray because we believe that God hears our prayers. We have faith that God hears us even though we cannot see him. Faith allows us, enables us to engage the reality that we cannot see. The passage says that by faith, we understand that what we see was not created out of what is visible. What we see is not created out of what is visible. Now, what makes up the universe, in other words, cannot be seen, which scientifically speaking is completely true. That's completely true. The universe is made up of things we cannot see. At least we cannot see it with the naked eye. We learned this in science in junior high and high school because what is everything made of? It's made of atoms. And an atom is 10 to the minus eight centimeters. In other words, an atom is 0.00000001 centimeters. That's how big an atom is. We can't see it. But atoms, even though we can't see it, make up everything. And atoms are even made up of smaller substances, some atomic particles, protons, neutrons, electrons. And protons and neutrons, which form the nucleus of an atom, they are made up of even smaller substances called quarks. Our bodies, the air we breathe, the water we drink, the snow we shovel, okay? That's all made up of stuff we cannot see. The foundation of our reality is made up of things that we cannot see. Now, you might point out that with the right microscope, we can see atoms and subatomic particles. And that's right. If we have the right microscope, the right lens, we can see the foundation of our reality. And just as you need the lens of a microscope to see the truth of unseen atoms, you need faith as your lens to see the reality of the unseen God. Again, there were over 2,100 prayers put in the wall. Over 2,100 times, TFRC took an active step of faith when we wrote our prayers and put them in the wall. Not being able to see if God could hear them. But by faith, we believed God would. Now, that doesn't mean God granted all of our requests. It's not a wishing wall. It's a prayer wall to help us communicate and connect with God. And for many of those requests, God did respond. Maybe your prayer was answered just as you asked, or maybe your prayer wasn't answered as you wanted, but something happened that confirmed God heard your prayer. I mentioned last week about the county commissioners declaring December 19th to 25th for all the residents of the county of Twin Falls to pray for snow and rain. And I pointed out since Christmas how much snow and rain we've all gotten. You may want to write to your county commissioner and say, can we pray for something else now? Okay? Um, but since Christmas, we've gotten a lot of rain and snow. Was that coincidence? Or did God hear our prayers? 
And the only way that you will believe that God heard our prayers is through faith. You will not learn it or see it with your eyes. It's not how it works. I'm going to ask the elders uh, to come forward. Uh, and again, these are ha about half the prayers uh, from the prayer wall. Elders, come on forward. Um, and the elders are going to take these prayers and they're going to uh, burn them in the fire outside that you probably saw as you walked in this morning. And we're going to have that um, on the screen up front so you can watch. I'll let you take those. Thank you very much. And um, like I said, it's going to be on the screen up front. And what I would encourage you to do is focus on the fire and smoke. It's going to be silent in here as we watch. And so focus on the fire and smoke and let that be a visible reminder to us of an invisible reality, that our prayers have gone up to God, God hears them. And if you put a prayer in the prayer wall last year or you prayed it all last year, maybe just think about what those prayers were and be reminded that God did hear them. Let this remind you of the unseen reality that God heard your prayer. Our unseen God who hears our prayers values our faith. Faith is sacred to God. Um, going back to our passage, verses four to seven. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when he warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. And by his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. God rewards those who earnestly seek him. What made Abel's sacrifice, his offering, better than Cain's? Was it because it was a better quality offering? Was it because it was an offering of animals instead of grain? Well, it wasn't the details of the offering. It was his faith that made the offering better. Um, Enoch did not please God with his good deeds. He pleased God with his faith. So much so that he was taken from this life without experiencing death. Noah was warned of that not yet seen, a flood that was to come. And by faith, he built an ark. It wasn't the ark that saved him. It was his faith. Building the ark was simply the act of that saving faith. Without that faith, he never would have built the ark. There is something about faith that is sacred to God. Again, sacred meaning respected or venerated or valued. God values faith. God respects faith. And while I'm not entirely sure why, I think we can speculate a little bit, even from our own experiences. When our kids are first learning how to swim, 
They're afraid to jump into the water. I remember this with my children, standing in the pool, my kids on the edge of the pool, and I would tell them, jump in, I will catch you. And I could see the conflict in them. They wanted to jump in, they really did. But their fear, their fear kept them from it. And if they were to put their faith in me to catch them and keep them safe, and believe that it would be okay if they jumped in, then their faith would overcome their fear. God has so many things that he wants for us, good things, but in order to experience them, we have to overcome our fear. And the only way to overcome our fear and experience those good things is our faith in him. God isn't impressed by our gifts and talents. He's not impressed by our hard work. God isn't impressed by our accomplishments. But there's something about faith. When we take steps of faith, that gets God's attention. Jesus said to his disciples um, after he rose from the dead, actually he said it specifically to Thomas. In John 20 he said, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. The early disciples saw Jesus' resurrected body and they gave their lives because they believed the resurrection was real and changed everything. And Jesus said, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Jesus valued faith in the unseen. Prayer is a simple act of faith. And when we act in faith, even in something as simple as a prayer, God pays attention. When you came in here uh, this morning, there should have been paper and pencil on your chairs. Um, and this morning, we're gonna take another step of faith in prayer. And we're gonna take something from our seen world, our visible world, and we're going to bring it into the unseen world. And what I mean by that is, what is something from your life that you want God to pay attention to? Maybe it's a health situation or a relational situation or something work-related or some other kind of challenge before you. What is something from your life you would like God to pay attention to? Write that down on that piece of paper and go ahead and take a moment to identify something, but what prayer will you actively take to God this morning? Go ahead and we'll take a moment and write that down. When we pray, uh, we acknowledge that God who is unseen is in control of the visible world. And so we're going to do something tangible with these prayers. Uh, we're going to take them out to the fire and burn them. 
as a symbolic way of offering them to God. And I'll explain in a minute how we're going to go about doing that. Um, but whatever you wrote down, uh, taking this to God is the first step of faith in regards to that, whatever it is you wrote down. Just want to put on your radar that God may ask you to take other steps of faith about that in the future. Uh, please pray with me. And Lord, we come before you this morning believing that even though we can't see you, you still hear us. And so, Lord, I would ask that as we take a very simple step of faith and bring our prayers to you in a uh, symbolic way, Lord, that you would, your spirit would remind us and encourage us that you hear us. And for that, Lord, we are grateful. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. And as you leave, go with God's blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.